to Friendship Bros, where every week you get a Friendship Bros with Rose Callahan and friends, recapping The Bachelor every single episode. Stay tuned. Hello and welcome to Friendship Bros podcast season two. Oh my God. I'm your host, Rose Callahan, and for the inaugural, the first, the debut episode of the second season, which is The Bachelorette Australia 2020, I'm joined by journalist, entertainment reporter, Hannah Story. Hi. Hello. Thank you so much um, for joining me. It's an absolute honour. You're really... (laughs) (laughs) What? I am being so serious. Um, You are like one of the hardest hitting bachelor slash et journalists in Australia. You're really, um, you're doing the hard yards. I mean, how many stories have you written about the bachelorette already? Twelve. That's so, that's so much. That's incredible. So you, Hannah, (laughs) you are a full-time reality, like basically you're just a reality TV writer all the time for Pop Sugar. Is that correct? That is correct. I prefer it when you call me a reality TV writer than a journalist because journalist sounds like like I report on things and like I'm paying attention to, you know, I'm I'm like filing for court documents like and I'm yeah I'm yeah just watching shows and writing <laughs> yeah. tepid takes. You're you like, know? sorry, I'm just putting in a freedom of information request to find out what designer was wearing that dress on the show last night. Um, I know I used to be like an entertainment, like, yeah, I don't even know what to call my what I did, but it was like pop culture writing. This is like in the noughties though, but I could never feel like, I mean, you've got like a lot more experience than I did at the time, but um, calling myself a journalist seemed like weird because, yeah, I feel it's, it feels like a journalist is like in court and um, I don't know, like they're always on the phone, like they're, yes. they're calling people, they're getting scoops, and I didn't even study it. Like I'm just like I I learn about Slavo Zizek, and we ate cake, and I did a writing. Degree. I don't know things. I just I just love the you just up. you just right. have hot takes on stuff, and that's not just have hot takes. You have the hottest of spicy takes on things. Let's have a quick look at. So you're at Pop Sugar now, and you've um, done your time at. You're at the music, so you did like more music and um, stuff as well. Music, there, right? Theater, comedy, a cultural, yeah, a cultural writer. Um, and you I worked at Punky, Punky Junkie, Pedestrian. Punky is like. Basically, I mean, it's like you just write about reality TV. That whole website is supposed to be a pop culture website, but it's just The Bachelor and The Bachelorette and like, you know, maybe some MasterChef or something thrown in there as well. And I love it. Big fan. It's the gold standard of recaps. I can't beat it. I don't even try to beat it. My whole job there was just talking to people who got kicked out, listening to their sadness. It was good. That is that's a sick job. So would you do like um, the morning after the show had gone to air, do the little um, interviews with people? Yeah. So I set up my life so that three days a week I was doing arts journalism and I was writing, I was talking to Grayson Perry and talking about theatre. And then 
the other two days I was talking to people who had been rejected by The Bachelor and were either trying to save face or get onto Bachelor in Paradise. It was great. That's fucking awesome. Okay, so they were like, you know, actually I um, I wasn't really like feeling it and like I actually told him like off air that I wasn't interested so it was like totally fun, like that kind of vibe. But then some of them are like, maybe I believe you. Maybe that is what happened. I don't know anymore. I don't know anymore. Yeah. When like I mean, the trend at the moment is like like spilling tea left, right, and centre. Um, you know, like there's a lot of you know the Daily Mail like writes heaps of stuff and like the so dramatic podcast. And I feel like reality TV is just getting so so juicy um, in Australia the last I don't know year or something. Um, yeah. So I mean, sometimes you hear story people are just breaking their contracts left right and center some of them they're just like I don't give a shit anymore and the others are like I'm I'm getting on Bachelor in Paradise and then there's the people that you feel like did you ever feel like oh this person thinks that they could be like the bachelorette but it's just not gonna happen I don't I couldn't tell you who off the top of my head. I just, the ones that I really remember are the ones where somebody has gone off script and been like visibly felt something. So like talking to Brittany Hockley the day after the Honey Badger episode aired and her just being palpably furious, but trying to stay composed. And it's just like, you should be furious. We love it. Or talking to Abby the morning after the (sighs) Matt stuff and just her just being like, I was slut shamed by the nation. It was fucked. I'm not taking it. Like you got to respect those women the best wait so you met them in person oh no it was always on the phone oh god damn so you met litany i don't know who i'm more excited that um well not that you met that you spoke to that you exchanged words with um litany and abby that's great are they your favorites that you've chatted to who's been your favorites what's the best stuff they've said all right there's a distinction between litany and Brittany. so Brittany is one of my favorites she's like the hyper articulate radiographer who got rejected on honey badger season and oh the Whitney. other britney oh yeah 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 sorry britney what's britney Hopley the one who does Weldon. the podcast i can um, tell you their names <laughs> yeah of course you know the like i was because i didn't watch i only watched the last episode of the honey badger um which was the best one to be honest um but that season i wasn't all like yeah sorry yeah there's the two Britneys, one's like classy and one's a bogan and they're both great. One's partying, we love her for that, but you're not going to be able to eke a take out of her. You're not going to get her to be like, here is my opinion on this thing. Yeah, I respect her exactly. so much. I don't want to know what her thoughts on politics are, though, for example. I mean, I don't know if I'd ask any of the. No, I would ask Abby about politics, um, Alicia... Aitken Radburn, I'd ask her about politics. She's definitely got some takes on politics, as oh, we all know. Oh, she's got hot takes. Um, so, okay, so this season, did you ever speak to Ellie Miles? I did. Oh. I don't remember it at all. I, <laughs> <laughs> mm, mm, is that saying something? <laughs> no, I love Ellie. Um, Ellie's great. No, I. what do you think about Ellie? I think she is great content. I think she knows how to talk to camera. She's got things to say. She seems lovely and warm-hearted. I don't know whether or not to believe the kind of gossip swirling about her holding guns. Like, I don't know if that's true or not. 
Um, okay, I haven't seen that. I've, okay, on So wow. Dramatic, one of her fellow <laughs> cast members, Rachel, said that her opening gambit for The Bachelor was going to be her coming in with a gun and being like, I'm taking my <laughs> shot at love because she loves hunting. And what the fuck? The okay, so this like, is do not wait. Do that. So this is <laughs> that is so funny. Well, on the Matt Agnew season, yeah, apparently that, that's, what like, they, that's so funny. They did, <laughs> and then they told her not to do that, and so she got the marshmallow thing instead. And I don't know if that's true that's, or not, but I would kind of respect it if it was. <laughs> I how funny if she brought like an actual gun and she's like, "What you said to be quirky and interesting, and I've just simply brought my actual gun from the country because that's the whole reason you cast me, isn't it? Because I'm hot and country." And now you're suddenly saying, I don't want you to bring a gun. That's great. <laughs> I thought a brilliant country gimmick. I'm here. We're doing it. I, yeah. I don't know if that's true that's, or not. I like it. I kind of hope I like it, it a lot. Maybe. Um, okay. So we've got Ellie. I mean, Abby would have been a great um, bachelorette. Let's be honest, but I don't know if Australia's ready for that. I mean, I'm ready for it, but I don't know if the producers are brave enough I don't know what do you think I don't know if she's necessarily ready for it Mm, that's true I mean yeah it would just be like a powerful feminist bachelorette would be sick though I would love maybe like in a few years like when she's you know like like in a fair few years early 30s or something relationships she's moving forward she's going on the bachelorette she's not taking nonsense from anyone it's going to be an entire season of Angie Kent telling that guy to fuck off. What was his name? What the one Jess. from Noosa? Jess from Noosa. Yeah, yeah. Just that yeah, you mean that's what the Abbey season would be like? Yeah, that's what the Abbey season would be like. Yeah, so true. I mean, I think that's the issue that I had with her and Matt. I just thought like she's too young. She doesn't really want this. She's like 24 and she just wants to slut around and have a bit of fun, hook up with hot guys, which that's what you should be doing. It's been a year, so I feel like I'm allowed to say that he was too boring for her. Right? Yeah. Oh, no, I 1,000% agree. But, I mean, sometimes yin and yang, you know, but, yeah, I did think that he wasn't going to be exciting enough for her. No. That's just... But I, I, I mean, anyone. even though Ellie is young, you could probably see it. I don't know because I'm like, she's from the country. They settle down early in the country, right? I don't know. Where are you from? I don't from? know. I'm from Sydney. I couldn't tell you. Uh, I don't know. So, okay. So, obviously, big thing this season, Be- um, Ellie's in and so is Becky, her sister. Um, the rumour was that. Some other chick was supposed to be um, was supposed to be cast as the Bachelorette, Shana from... Burgess. And who is she again? She was a Dancing with the Stars. That's right. Judge, I want to say. Yeah, and so like the tea is that she was like, oh, she was going to do it, and then she's like, oh, I live in America, so it's pretty dumb, pointless. I'm not going to do it. And then they um, desperately were like, who are we going to get? Um, and then they picked. Ellie and her sister, oh, my God. And they keep saying how this is like a world first. It's not a world first. Well, they've never had sisters. 
I think that's okay. the world first. They've never had sisters. They've had double bachelorette but in New Zealand. <laughs> They've had half sisters. Well, in the US, they got rid of one bachelorette very quickly. And then in New Zealand, they brought a bachelor in partway through a season. So they've never started and finished with two bachelorettes. Wait, so really? See, I thought that they had had two bachelorettes in a season before. In the US, I know that- they kicked one, like, they, so they had two, and then the boys got to choose which woman they wanted. Oh, what? And so the second woman got sent home. Love, there's warm, always no love. there's always like this like slightly unfair thing with the bachelorette that is fucked up though that it's like oh it's the bachelorette where the women gets to choose and in that season the guys got to kick out one of the bachelorettes That's it's not cool. good shit how I hate it. it should be um georgia love was writing some stuff on twitter this week um georgia love who was also a bachelorette a few years ago um and she was saying Oh, yeah, that's very true, very true. (laughs) Bit of diversity, if you will. Um, And she was saying that, like, on The Bachelor, the guys start with a lot more women than they do on uh, The Bachelorette. Yeah, it's about 25. They end up up with 25, 26, and The Bachelorette, Sam Frost season, I believe, had about 13. Like 13, that's nothing. And, like, some of them are dog shit, you know what I mean? Like Sophie Monk season, there was, like, Two attract there was there there was one attractive man Apollo that's it he was hot I reckon James was so hot. hot he was just too short for Sophie Monk I don't remember him I didn't really watch that season either this but that's mostly the I watched the other ones mm. yeah mm. so the quality isn't like for the Bachelor it's like straight up tens everybody is hot they've they're like you know a lot of them are quite accomplished but. I feel like the standard is usually less for the bachelorette, but I was quite I was quite happy with the quality from the first episode. What did you think regarding the quality? I thought they seemed not that shit. I guess I don't know. It depends what you want. Like there were a lot the percentage of personal trainers was very high. <laughs> I mean <laughs> This is the, sh- I mean, like we can't change what show we're watching here. We need to stick to, you know, I think that's probably in like the Warner Brothers Entertainment branding guidelines because, you know, like they're very strict with that stuff. It's like this is the twinkly music that you play at the rose ceremony. This is like the um, aircraft engine noise you play when something dramatic's happened. These are all the candles you have to use. These are the sorts of dresses you have to wear and this is the amount of, personal trainers that have to be on the show it's I mean I'm obsessed with these men's occupations like I'm left okay. about their quality then who what do these men do and it's amazing there's a professional wakeboarder there's a kite surfing instructor there's a series of people got, who call themselves CEOs but of what they don't specify <laughs> yeah the CEO thing really annoyed me so like I think at the start of the first episode um because we're going to just go over the first week um, the first two episodes, bit delayed. I had some family shit going on, and in you know an act of self care, I thought I'm just going to delay it. But it's very important still to cover these first episodes because you can you know try and predict what's going to happen in the season. I, I believe they had a sign that said like Bogan Street, and like they're like we're we're two normal chicks. We're a bit different. 
And like, I think they think that they're different because there's two of them. Like, I so one of them got asked about diversity on the show, and they were like, "Yeah, like, oh, good would be good or whatever." But I think it's really brave of them to pick two sisters. <laughs> yeah, Mamma Mia asked. I think they were the only ones ballsy enough to do it, and. It was the only answer they could give. What were they going to do? Actually, they probably shouldn't have hired it. I think Actually, that, I should have declined it, given it to a yeah. woman of colour who was on the show before. Should have gone to Brooke. Um, they were Brooke, never going to say it. Duh, right? Brooke. That's what I keep saying. Um, anyway, so Becky and Ellie are sw- quite sweet. Then obviously we, um, you know, Becky was crying, showing that Matt, um, dumping Ellie. I thought that was nice. Um, Osha's said that he'll marry them if they pick someone. I like that There's, a lot. Yeah, I could totally, I could see him coming through with that, doing the celebrant license test. Um, I think it's sad how little Osha we're going to get this season. I think he really is the glue. He really is. He doesn't do much, but he does it with such grace. So much you know? gravity. It means something. Ladies, <laughs> you did not receive a rose. So we've got this thing called like oh, the whole this being from the country is going to be this season's like adventure. So they're just going to keep going on about how they're from the country. There's a thing called a country rose, with, which is the best first impression rose. Now let's go through. Okay, we've got a filmmaker, a geologist, kite surfing instructor business owner, tour guide, concreter, yes, builder, explosives handler, pro wakeboarder, property valuer, CEO. You can't have a season without a number of people from real estate. You can't. Yeah, I know. There's a lot of – Drawn to this show, like magnets. Real estate agents cannot get enough of it. Also people that like give out loans, that sort of thing, and like um, there's usually – Wow, there's no marketing assistance here. I guess that's like a that's on the bachelor is all the marketing assistance. And they also okay, have to have a half tradie season. Like they very clearly cast it with Ellie's I'm, preferences in mind. Yeah, totally. Laborer. Um, we've got laborer, concreter, builder. Is it is an explosives handler a tradie? <laughs> I don't. Do you go to TAFE for it? Do you go? Um, where do it's you like, learn about it? Yeah, it must be like a, a special kind of special kind of TAFE. Oh, yeah, we've got a finance broker, CEO, fuck off, two personal trainers, a lawyer, a musculoskeletal therapist. Okay, he was the best, but we'll get to that later. I've got a lot of feelings well, about Samuel. I mean, let's just freeze it up. Like this episode's going to be all over the place, but that's the guy that did the noises, right? Yeah, Dolphin Samuel. Love him. The what? Dolphin oh, the dolphin. Guy. Yeah. He loves his mum. He loves dolphins. I respect him. But you knew straight away, like, you know, this guy's not going to make it. But usually they keep the comic relief until halfway. Usually the kooky one gets to stay for a bit. I mean, I was surprised that in The Bachelor the um, the chick that was dressed up as a, a penguin, I was surprised that she – lasted longer than the first episode to be perfectly honest well she took off the costume and she looked amazing in that dress oh she, she had big tits yeah. <laughs> i forgot about the she rack that she had when she took off her dress 
She was blonde and in her mid-20s, and that's what Lockie was looking for. Yeah, that's true. Um, so we've got all these dudes. They all come out, yada, yada, and it's like, okay, we're going to be explaining this to people for the whole time. Um, who do I, I – the people that I have my eyes on, um, I love Fraser, the hot concreter. Yeah, he was hot. He, he was he's hot. hot. Like, I mean, that's not my type at all like I I don't like it's not not but like he's he's not he's everybody's type he's just a hot concreter and I would like to see him lay some <laughs> I don't even concrete I think it's right there uh set some concrete set some concrete in my pussy no no <laughs> <laughs> okay all right um we could lay some foundations Something like that. Anyway, I um, he is 28 from Queensland. He says, I love making the other person feel happy and special, whether it be sunset picnics, special dinners, romantic weekends, or just surprises that put a smile on her face. That's, I don't know, that answer is. Sounds like a lie. It seems like, yeah, that sounds like a huge lie. That sounds like, um, I remember there was an old TV show, Perfect Match, in Australia, like in, I don't know, I'm old, like like the 80s or the 90s and um, it's like it's a it's very like I like long walks down the beach kind of vibes. Anyway, was that one he's where hot. There so was like, like a thing, there was a three people and you couldn't see what they look like and then there was another person on the other side of the screen and they would try and just yes. say the right thing so that they would get picked. Yes, and then they would get picked. Yeah, it was like, ooh, wow, it's the perfect match. And they would say, they would just answer some dumb question and then she'd pick and then they'd have to go on like a a date or holiday together. It was always a holiday. It was always like yeah, it was a, it was a holiday, right? With a complete stranger. Like you were going to the Great Barrier Reef and it was probably going to be bad. With some guy called Darren because, I don't know, he said that he likes jazz music as well. Bring it back, actually. Reboot. Um, all right. So then Fraser's hot. Um, I loved uh, AB or Ab or Abdul. I'm, I was confused about how we should refer to him. Um, he was great. He was funny. I had a lot of um, high hopes for him, but... Sadly, I mean, we're doing both episodes, but sadly, like he, well, I mean, at the end of the first, wait, was that the, that was the first, yeah, the the first episode, he fucking yeeted out of there. He was like, no, sorry, I'm not going to take the rose because when Becky offered him a rose, what's the deal with that? You probably know what the goss is with that situation. Things have been said. Think what? I don't know what what is true. Okay, well, give me some ideas. There's one set, there's one rumour that he turned up and kind of immediately decided he didn't like them, told all the boys he didn't like them because we all know that the first episode is filmed over two days. Yeah. Um, So maybe by the second day he decided he was out. He told all the boys he was out and apparently he backflipped out of it. Um, Like literally backflipped? I I hope so. (laughs) And yeah. then Becky went on the radio, I want to say, on the weekend, and she was like, actually, he told us that he wasn't ready for love yet, and that's the reason why he left. And these seems sweet, 
but I don't believe it. What I believe, which may or may not be true, is that he decided that they weren't good looking enough for him and left. Really? <laughs> See, I don't believe like either of the um, like. I mean, maybe not. Like yours does sound legit. The, uh, the other options they don't make sense to me because like he had already been on like another reality. Wasn't he on like Australia's Got Talent or something like yeah, that? Yeah, he got to the finals in a dance a- crew in 2015. Yeah, so he's already on that show and he was on some other show I think briefly. So like whether or not he liked them, if you're like a serial reality show goer on or a, I, I just maybe don't believe that you would have that strong morals about liking the person that you'd bail. Well, I also think, you know, sorry, plain. I also think that it seems like when women leave these shows because they don't fancy the guy, they like wait a few weeks and they, yeah. you know, they get to know, they have a few conversations and then they leave. So I can't quite get my head around it not being on face value if you're leaving on day one. If you're immediately yeah. like, nah, like you've, what have you said to each other? Nothing. Yeah. I, and maybe, but maybe he was just like, oh, they're so like blonde and white bread and from the country. Like I'm not going to, I don't know. I've always, maybe he thought he wouldn't get the edit that he wanted or something. I've always wondered if, why more people don't kind of go, not even that they decide that they don't, they're not attracted to the bachelor or bachelorette, but why more people don't realize in the first few weeks that they're obviously not in the running and then leave. Because within three weeks, you know who the top people are and they'll probably last until the very end. And what chance do you really have of getting, of winning that, after that? That's what time? you'd think, but they edit so much stuff out, right? That, like, I don't know. I bet, yeah. But I mean, if you still that- haven't gone on a date, it's not like if, if it's like you've been there for like two months and you've never gone on a date still, you have to realise that you're like um, not a main character of this season. Surely you know. And I just. Yeah. But then I, and then there's the rumour that apparently a lot of people try to leave and are then convinced to stay so that they can be rejected in the rose ceremony. Really? I did not know that, but that does make a lot of sense. I don't know if that's true. I just know that that is a piece of gossip that is going around. I need to. Yeah, you can't just have people like bailing on their own terms without getting humiliated on TV. Where, where's the fun in that? Well, I'd like, I'm, I'm pretty sure that you wouldn't watch all of them the way that I do, but Farmer Wants a Wife, three women told a man that they didn't find him attractive. It was amazing. He was left with just really? one woman that he had told that he didn't find attractive and so he just had no one. It was amazing. That's I felt so empowered. Weird. Women were taking control. I find Bachelor in Paradise weird in the way that it's like all this stuff's happening and then at the end they just sort of like it's real anticlimactic. Like a couple will just be like, oh, should we leave or like, oh, maybe this isn't going to, no, I don't want you to meet my mom and then that's it and then they're gone and then it's like the last episode. You know what I mean? Yeah, they've spent so much, they, well, some of them have just, they've spent about two days together and then they're like, I don't really think you should meet my mom yet. Let's Yeah, I let's don't think this makes sense. 
Um, okay, so some of the other, I mean, there's Pascal. He's a CEO and I hate him because he said CEO as his occupation and he's 33. And um, isn't, he's the one that was wearing like a cricket outfit later, dodgeball right? Outfit, outfit. So he did dodgeball. representative dodgeball. <sighs> what? For Australia. It's the Australian dodgeball team outfit. Okay. And he looks like a private school guy, so he might I don't like be. Him. I'm very judgmental. What What's the tea? Is he? What What do you know? He knows people I know, so he might be. I'm not sure. I couldn't tell you. All I know is that there was gossip, again, that he's going to be like the villain because he's going to say nasty things. I assume about Becky. Oh, how dare you? Um, okay, like so do we nice know what he's a CEO? Out of place. Um, he runs an aged care facility, I want to say. Disability? Some of that oh, part. really? I thought he was going to be like a tech bro who's like, I'm a CEO and founder because he like made an app that no one's downloaded. Okay, an aged care facility. That's, um, well. <laughs> I might be dropping misinformation. That's, uh, <laughs> It's a bad time to be um, in the, to be, yeah, he's not going to like advertise that at the moment, is he? And he's off bloody on this show. He should be sorting out the aged care industry and what a bloody disaster. Anyway, that's for another podcast. Okay, Pascal, there's um, a pro wakeboarder, um, which is, yeah, my mum has been watching this with me and she was like, oh, that's, that's promising, isn't it? That's really – he's got a lot of potential. I love the sass. Um, there's like a random steampunk guy who um, is a kite surfing instructor. Okay, I double-checked so that I wasn't wrong. He's a healthcare – he works for a healthcare and disability company. Okay. Well, I mean – Anyway, wakeboard – like kite surfing instructor is incredible. The, the combination of steampunk and – Kite surfing yeah. instructor is too much to fathom. I, I just can't. didn't. It's like what I thought, you know, in terms of branding and character building, there's just too much going on here. You know what I mean? You can't tell me he's a kite surfing instructor and put that hat and weird glasses on him and then not even get him to like explain himself in the episode. You know what I mean? Am I? They're just like. Huh? Am I allowed to go into episode two and the pure yeah, energy for it. of it? Yeah, 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 definitely, absolutely, because, I mean, that's like, I mean, I do have to say, like, so there's, like, the top people, right, there's, like, Harry, he's getting, like, a finalist edit. Um, Is he? No, absolutely not. He fucks it up in episode two. He's gone. Totally, totally. But in the first episode, it's like, ooh. And then Shannon, who's hot and he does the uh, haka, but then you find out he works in sales. It's like, hmm. Sarge, um, he's from Afghanistan, which is very interesting and cool. And they laid down on the carpet. I love that. I love um, that. Winner's music. I was really excited. I was like, a person of color has the winner's music. Imagine what's going to happen yeah. this season. I don't, like, I. I hope. I just hope. He's very short, though, isn't he? I don't see them going for like a sh- Is he? I feel like he's short. He seemed short. And then they dressed him as a pineapple in episode two, so it doesn't it's bode not, well. Yeah. And then there's Adam the geologist. He's hot, but he looks like the farmer from Big Brother. Wait, is he? You mean the, the farmer f- 
from Big Brother how long ago? Years and years, like a million years ago. Yeah. Gay farmer. Like the gay farmer? Yeah. Oh, my God. Fitting That's so funny. That was like 14 years ago or something. Wait, Adam. Wait, I'm trying. Does he have? Oh. I like dated wait, yeah, yeah. references. Yeah, with, with the long hair. How is he 24? I'm sorry, but that's a lie and I don't believe. I don't – I am not into him and the long hair. It's just no. Yeah, but he's good um, and sweet. I want I want good things for him. Yeah, I, I guess so. I don't think he'll succeed on this show, but I think he'll find someone. He'll be okay. And so – and then there's Joey or Joe who Ellie has already rooted, which seems – Iconic. Iconic scenes. The producers have done a wonderful job. Just also, they're both so surprised. <laughs> like, what did you think? You like that Joe or Joey, whatever his name is. Like, it's it's like you've applied to be on the Bachelorette. You've recently gone on a couple of dates and had sex with a girl that was one of the front runners on the Bachelor last season. And then you rock up and you're like, "Oh my god, it's Ellie, who I already know." What a surprise! <laughs> I mean. That just seems a bit outlandish to me, don't you think? Maybe he was hoping it would be her. Mm, fucking bullshit. You suddenly realise that she's the one that got away well, when yeah, you're I mean, on a reality show. That's a bit rich. Jealousy nonsense, isn't it? It's just I don't want another man to have her. That makes me sad. Okay. It's ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. I mean, I guess that Newcastle dating scene must be pretty like competitive he's like yeah yeah she's all right and then it's like then suddenly he goes on the show he's like I've realized that she's actually the one um now that there's no other girls except for her sister around and there's an extremely hot man who's all oiled up and touching her and he's just like yeah too much. who she clearly wants to have sex with Which um and then enough. so the oh so the, they pick the country rose and that goes to Harry, which is, like, so boring. I had high hopes um, for the season until some, like, private school-seeming white guy got the country rose. Yeah, but, okay, fun fact, no one who has ever won that thing has ever won on any season of anything except Alex Nation. Um, you mean, like, well, like whatever the fuck they call it, like a whatever first impression rose. The only person who has ever won after getting that is Alex Nation. Everybody else really? fucks it up, loses. I See, spent a lot why, of time with this data. This is why I got you on the podcast. Listen to those stats and facts. That's you, it should fact. be like. First kiss, um, first date, also cursed. Um, <laughs> you could be like a commentator. Um, if, if Channel 10 started like commentating The Bachelor like it was the football um, you'd be like, okay, in the um, seventy-two percent average of um attempts, uh, oh, we've got uh, this is I don't just some stats about what would be an example. I don't know. Anyway, that's really good. Alex Nation, only first impression rose getter to win. The only one in all the seasons. It's pretty great. Also, the winner is often on the photo shoot date. Fun facts. Um, really? I spend a lot of time thinking about this and it's probably embarrassing, but. Uh, do you, so, I mean, they always say that like the sports bet, um, shit is like, you know who the winner is if you just look at the sports bet odds, right? Yeah. Because usually the sports bet odds come from somebody on production leaking it, Somebody right? who works there. Yeah. That's what I always figured. I mean, that's what I would be doing. Um, yeah. Okay. 
So I really like Shannon. He's like, oh, says that Becky's sweet. She's really cute. He was Mr. Polynesia, apparently. 2017. Um, He's a sweet angel. I love him. Although his T-shirt company, bullshit. He has a T-shirt company? He made a party shirt company which purported to support mental health by doing absolutely nothing. It was just that you would buy a shirt and then if you saw somebody else in that shirt, you would know that they were pro people's mental health. There was no money going to mental health services. No. It was, it oh, was my God. It was nonsense. It shut down during COVID. Um, That's so bad. Fun facts for everyone. Okay. Yeah, well, I think I said. He was also on Home some, Away. He was on Home. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah, See, I knew it. I was like, this guy's either an angel or he's like, fucked in the head in a total fuck boy so i actually hmm. think he seems sweet i just yeah but like there's got to be a catch you know he seems too nice oh uh, yeah. and authentic no i think he's all right i think he's just a normie guy yeah he likes he works in sales i guess Polynesian yeah. dancing um so you um what was I going to say? You were going to skip to the second episode. I mean, I that's basically. I to say something about Adrian because we were talking about Adrian. Yeah. Because the pure fuckboy energy of like the cocktail party, turning up, you've got a pendant that you've either purchased before you came in without knowing who the woman was or you've asked production to get for you while you're in the mansion so you can make an impression. Either way, not great. You've turned up with a pendant and you've made great eye contact and you've said, I think you're a neat chick. And as if that's sincere, it's just it's not honest. It's clearly not honest. You're watching it and you can see that he doesn't mean it, but she's mm. blown away and thinks it's lovely. And I just want something more for her, you know? Really? Yeah. I mean, he did come when I saw the steampunk hat I was like this guy's a nerd he probably plays like Dungeons and Dragons and stuff um but then he did seem quite cocky in the second episode which I was surprised by so he's actually a cool kite surfer yeah I just like I mean have you done an investigation into where the hat came from. Did he bring the hat himself or did they give it to him to wear? That's what you need to write your next article on. I just don't know if anybody cares anymore this week. I know what you mean. It's a it's yeah, a I'm vicious busy. news cycle. <laughs> it is vicious. But I still think, me personally, that was my most successful tweet of last week. Um, it was about him and, yeah, being a steampunk guy. Okay, so oh yeah, Jake. Can we just talk about Jake with the angel wings? Like, (laughs) I really liked Jake. He was really fun. Um, but like, you know, I don't. What do I? He just he feels like someone that I met at Mardi Gras. You know what I mean? It's. I mean, maybe Jake is like a bicon. You know, he might be bisexual and maybe I'm being quite rigid or um, judgmental in a way. Oh, he's the explosives handler. Which is so cool. I think my flamboyance and fashion will make me stand out just a little. Okay. And they did. 
I mean, that's true. Like he, maybe that's just his vibe. I had to um, tell a friend of mine um, this week She was uh, that um, Alex Perry, you know, the fashion designer. Yeah, with the glasses. He, yeah, like he's straight. No, he's not. He's straight. He's married. Mm. Okay. And Napoleon Purtis, really? he's straight. The makeup guy, he's married as well. Okay. Is Jake Greek? Maybe that's the um, – I'm going to – does that sound right? Anyway, those other he's guys are a, Greek. He looks like he could be Greek. Ricciardo, a Greek last name? Oh, Ricardo. That's Italian. Maybe he's Italian. related to Daniel. Oh, my God. Is he related to Daniel? One link. Oh, my God. He, he's from WA. Daniel Ricardo is from WA. Anybody, if you want to, if you're listening, like write in, let me know. Is Jake for, uh, Ricardo, is he related to Daniel Ricardo? Is he bisexual? Is he Italian? Is he Greek? What's the deal? Um, you can, I've, I've just set up social channels just for the podcast rather than just putting it all on mine because I was severely alienating. Um, do you know there's people, Hannah, that don't like the Bachelor franchise? I don't understand. Yeah, it's terrible. It's a despicable thing that's happening, but apparently some people don't like The Bachelor and they don't care for any of the content um, from my podcast. So, you know, I mean, I could just try and convince them, but I've I've just made um, different. I've got Friendship Rose Pod on Instagram, Friendship Rose Pod, um, Facebook.com slash Friendship Rose Pod on Facebook. I mean, who gives a fuck about Facebook, but, you know, and then I had to go twitter.com slash friendshiprose underscore, which was annoying because I was hoping to get all of the same, but also friendshiprosepod at gmail.com. So if you know if Jake is related to Daniel Ricardo, please let me know. Um, Eloise Eftos, comedian, a friend of mine, she's based in WA. She's obsessed with Daniel Ricardo. Eloise, I'll know if you listen to this podcast, if you get in touch with me and tell me. Um, all right. Anyway, so oh, they're like they're just obsessed with how country these girls are. Ellie loves fishing, camping, and water skiing. Um, I wrote that. Um, Actually, do people love water skiing? Is that a thing? People from the country and like tomboys, girls that are like, she, she's a bit of like a cool girl kind of. I just love hanging out, just having a beer. Fishing what, doesn't even skiing. sound fun. She what? Fishing doesn't even sound fun. I don't understand. I mean, what else are you supposed to do in the country, Hannah? I don't know. I'm from Port Melbourne, which is like it's like a five-minute walk to the Crown Casino in Melbourne. Like, so you had plenty of we, we don't know if exactly it's like, okay, if anyone's from the country, um, just drop us a line, <laughs> just get in touch. How What's it like live? in the country? Like I, what is, do people fish in the country? I don't understand. I used to I wonder date if, someone who fished. And really? Also. I actually think my first boyfriend fished. Um, the hunting and fishing store. Wait, yeah. you're, the, you're. You da- the person you dated a worked at a hunting and-, a hunting and fishing store in Scotland, and he okay. knows where his interests. A- and I didn't. This is a lot going on. No, what? To- if this, 
if this person was a character on The Bachelor, I'd be like, there's too much information here. Wait, fishing and camping and Scotland. It was in Scotland. He liked Rick and Morty. Wait, this is going to correlate. This is what going against what I would think of as of somebody like he was hot. Posh. Oh, he was pot. He was posh as well. It was a posh happened over there. Uh, Didn't work out. uh, Yeah, I just moved home. You know. Oh, okay. So it was like a holiday romance. Just to fill the time. He lived in the same block of flats as me. In Scotland. He lived. He lived in the same cul-de-sac set of flats, and he I see. came regularly I see. to the pub that I worked in, and we talked he, about conspiracy he, theories, and then we had sex, brung you and then I stopped saying fishing it. lures, fishing lures, he, which is very attractive. I liked how they. I feel like I'd be into a fisherman, a Scottish fish fisherman. It's like when you're on holidays, when you're overseas, it's like, oh, this is exotic. But when you're at home. Not so much. He gave me some bread because he was going down to London. Gave me all of his perishables. I thought that was a metaphor for something, but I don't know why. Oh, this guy's real salt of the earth. A real dude. He- but why fishing. did I bring this up? I don't know. Because people fish, people hunt. Fishing are these real in the country. In the country. I don't know. And also in the city. And also everywhere apparently it's a valid interest to have. I don't I understand mean, it, the, but it's a thing. These girls really are like – like the where they're from in the country, uh, <laughs> um, it's like super in the country, Hannah. I don't know if you've looked on a map, but P- Parks is really far away. Yeah, it's like ten hours, and they have the Elvis Festival and the Dish. Yeah, they have the Dish, um, like from the movie The Dish, the dish. I believe. <laughs> yeah, I mean, w- did you listen to that bit on the So Dramatic podcast? Because they, um, they up. Loaded a highlight thing um, and it was like Rachel was like, yeah, there was like The Dish. It's in some movie. <laughs> did you see that? I did. And that. I was like, yeah, the movie was called The Dish. The dish. I just thought that was uh, quite funny. So, okay, whatever. Um, episode two, uh, oh. Harry got given the the, the country rose thing, right, um, and so he got to pick another person. So Harry likes Ellie. It seems like there's a lot of like people liking Ellie. Okay, the thing that I'm uncomfortable with with this is that he is very clearly a 35-year-old man and he's very clearly yes. been with a child and he's very clearly been cast for the older sister, right? There's very clearly like there's two camps. There's people around Ellie's age, there's people around Becky's age. But there's too many men who are around Becky's age who are going after Ellie and I, there's nothing I wrong know. with like a with like having an age gap in a relationship or in a casual thing. There's nothing wrong with that. But I am suspicious of a man Same. who, when the option of a 30 year old and then an option of a 25 year old come up, and they're sisters and they have similar. They go for the 25 year old. They go for the 25. I don't trust it. I don't know. I don't know what you what you want. You want to prolong your youth, but then he's sitting on yeah, that day. Like, go fuck yourself. And he's like, I'm done with traveling, and you're just like, what did you expect? What did you? How can you tell a twenty-five-year-old? Yeah, and he's like traveling, and then be like offended that she doesn't like you anymore. She wants to go to Italy. Yeah, and he, he's like, oh, I don't think, like, I don't think age matters. And it's like, okay, but sh- 
well, of course you would say that. You're 35 and you're going after a 25-year-old. Also, he was also already on another reality show, How right? Cool. He was already on like right. House Rules. So that's a bit of a red mark on his name already. Don't trust him. Um, yeah, he's like he literally was like, I don't want to travel anymore. You and can't put that to a 25-year-old. Like, she wants to go traveling. She wants to go do some stuff. I don't. So is Becky 30 or 31? 30. Okay. Yeah. So still five years younger than him and he yet he's like the 25-year-old looks pretty good. Go I love yourself, her smile. Harry. And you're just like, what? They have very lovely smiles, both of them. What's wrong they with you? They both have lovely smiles. Can I just say it's just such so refreshing to see these two like talking and like interacting and just being like, fun, bubbly women after the watching Lockie fucking Gilbert for a whole season. I just, he's just so inauthentic. He just said what the producers wanted him to say and he's just full of shit and it's just nice to see them mucking around and laughing and just being natural. They're that warm. I don't know. What do you think? They seem delightful. Like I went in, I talked to them. They were so warm. They laughed with each other. I just, I was drawn to them. Wait, so you've met these two? Yeah, we went in. We had a chat. It was good. Um, what you really buried the lead on this one? Um, when did you meet them? Last month. You know, it's casual. So it was this like a before the thing? And okay, so this is a Channel Ten press thing. Yeah, and you have every you have all the press going in one after the other and having a chat getting the content people love content and they were just they just seemed genuine and lovely and they obviously didn't want to like step on each other's toes and I just I'm actually kind of excited about the potential this season for them to support each other and for it not oh, to nice. be this kind of toxic like you gotta Bitch step fest. over each other for a man like it's just fine and it's nice the idea because I think we forget that I don't think the bachelor's and bachelorettes have contact with the outside world either. Like the mm. so the the cast all get to hang out with each other and they can bounce yeah. off each other. But it's usually like the bachelor's just there. Like when they're so excited to see their mum, it's because this is the first time they're seeing their mum also, and they need. Them oh advice. yeah, and otherwise they're just like literally hanging out with like a few producers and like camera people and like the catering guy or whatever. Right. But That's then- weird. They also just they seem to have fun with each other and they make jokes and there's like yeah. this beautiful like obviously a lifelong friendship familial bond yeah. when Lucky just couldn't he couldn't make a joke like he just looked no they're definitely around. like well especially Ellie uh, Ellie is really like bachelorette material like that full package thing Born that for it. you know like when guys are just I feel like they sh- they probably I don't know if they screen test them or if they just when they're thinking of different people for it, it's like they just need to have a bunch of guys and then have the girl walk into the room and see what happens, you know. Some of these people that guys are just like, oh, you know, like you saw it with like Ali on the um, Bachelor in Paradise season when just, I don't know, people just seem to be obsessed with her. And I feel like Ellie has that as well. And, like, uh, Becky is great also. But it also it makes me sad, the idea that the 
season was set up as this kind of dichotomy between the two of them and there being like a lot of men being like, I'm really into Ellie and not Becky. And yeah. actually just Becky's just not comfortable on camera yet and she's figuring out how to do that and that's hard. And to just kind of be constantly compared to your sister I think would be really yeah. shitty. I don't have a sister so it's not a problem for me. Me neither. But I mean I have a half sister but not somebody that I grew up with so I don't really know what that would be like but I know that it like it's a thing like who's prettier or who's smarter or all that sort of stuff. And the idea that you've got 20 men coming in to make that call about yeah. both of you would feel really yeah. shitty. Yeah. Like imagine her watching um, back the first episode and seeing like them going around the guys and all of those guys being like, Ellie, 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 Ellie. You'd be like, ow. Yeah. Yeah. I do. <clears throat> I really hope Shannon is a good guy. I mean, the first date is Shannon and Harry. They get on a helicopter straight away. I was like, yes, we are back to the proper, um, you know, franchise, you know, what makes it good because Lockie, we didn't see shit. We didn't do anything fun because of COVID, I guess, till their last episode. They didn't get a helicopter out till the fucking end of the season, which is disgusting. Um, but they'd had like a then, helicopter budget. They'd clearly had like yeah. a big date budget and they decided to blow it all on the last episode. They were like, let's maybe they do saved, everything. Maybe they saved so much money like in, in The Bachelor because they couldn't do shit. Then they're like, let's just go crazy. We've got a helicopter. Although, We've got a quartet. We're doing them all at once. I don't – I think the thing Shannon that bothered me about the helicopter is Shannon going in thinking about kissing her at every turn. Yeah. Yeah, I was you, like, whoa, was okay, let's, I mean, that's where I'm like, is he a bit full on or like stage five clinger? What's going on there? Um, then they do a bunch of country stuff. Uh, there's a whip cracking lesson. This is going to get so tiresome, all this country shit. Uh, then Ellie and Harry are herding cows. Um, I thought you used dogs for that, but, again, I'm – extremely not from the country <laughs> and yeah I don't know Shadow might be unhinged but the good thing is we start talking about timelines and you know there wasn't much the word timeline didn't come up in the Lockie season um Lockie would just be like oh kids that's a bit crazy it's like you're in your 30s you're the bachelor what the fuck did you think people were expecting from you um because in this franchise, it's all about the timeline. What's your timeline? Does the timeline match up? And Becky and Shannon's timelines, they um, they seem to, to match up. Shannon's uh, saying five years and Becky wants in five years a kid or pregnant, which that seems like a great realistic timeline, don't you think? I just think they're both 30 and they're both, they're, it makes sense. It just, yeah, this tracks in my brain. They seem to like each other. I just don't – I get not wanting to think about a timeline, but you're on a dating show so you have to do it. Exactly. But there's always and a person I think it's, in and each season who panics about the timeline and can't deal with it. There's always a person going like, oh, I don't well, they know just lie. what you're asking from me. And you're just like they're asking too much because you're 25. Um, they always – like they often just like lie, you know, like or it'll be like some – the bachelor who wants to settle down, like a Matt Agnew and um, 
some 23-year-old's like, yeah, I definitely want to get married and like but clearly Matt like, my timeline's the next couple of years. Huh? But clearly Matt lied about his timeline also. Because well, they're like, not together anymore? Like he's like, what, did he really mean that? I don't know. You don't know. But just because the relationship didn't work out doesn't mean that like he wouldn't have pursued that if it had worked out, right? You can't have like a fixed timeline anyway. Like you can't. No, exactly. You don't know if it's going to work out, so then the timeline has to shift. Yeah. But you need to, I feel like it's good to have a realistic, like most, I mean, these 23-year-old girls on this show going on oh, two years, it's like, Bullshit, mate. You're going on Contiki, babe, and that's cool. Yeah, exactly. I'm happy for you. Exactly. You're going on your slut safari through Europe if we're ever allowed to leave the country again. Like, But you can't be on The Bachelor and be like, oh, my timeline, I reckon in 14 years I'll have a baby. It just doesn't, this just doesn't work like that. that you have to be serious. Abby told me after oh. the not not the day after the episode aired, but a couple months later, we we like went for breakfast and we had a big chat and we and I wrote about Wait, it. Wait, what? You went for breakfast? With what, Abby. Did you just... Very normal thing to do, and we just to hang, just to hang. No, I was writing a story, and she was telling me oh, that okay. like her reaction to the breakup and everything was that she did like she went on a. She didn't use the phrase slut safari, but it was something close because mm. it got picked up by a lot of websites, being like she did it. And she just used a fake name because she wouldn't take off her necklace with the letter A on it. I think she said that her name was Annabelle instead. And that rules. That's iconic. That's great. Wait, so she went on like something like Kentucky. Oh, she didn't just- do Kentucky. She just kind of went out to clubs and fuck tapes. Oh, yeah, and just was like, I'm not. Yeah, yeah, Cox yeah. Spree That's awesome. Was the phrase. Coxbury. Coxbury. I think I did read an article about that. <laughs> You're really getting all the important scoops. Um, I love to talk to people about their cock sprays. That's my yeah. It's my area of interest. It's the intersection <laughs> of the bachelor. That's why I'm not an entertainment um, journalist anymore. I just asked everybody about cock sprays. Who you fuck Apparently, <laughs> apparently, Carrie Ann Cannelly didn't like it very much. <laughs> um, okay, so Harry's like talking about kids. Um, and shit, like, because Harry's got a kid and Ellie just seems so scared and just like, um, I'm like 25, I, I don't want to be a stepmom. But he just doesn't seem to be listening and I didn't like that very much. And it's usually just like, wait until the end of, like towards the end of a season to reveal that they have a kid. Like all the women who have kids yeah. in my years of watching the show, which is only like the last few, they tend to come on and then it's actually like a big deal for them to bring it up and they wait until the end and they're really worried that the guy won't like them anymore. And often the men never Who bring it up. Who are thinking like Mary? Mary. Alex Nation. Um, and um, she's the personal trainer from Russia. Mm, I should know her More name. than two. She was a personal trainer two, from Russia and she – she had some. She had a kid, and she. It was a really big deal for her to bring it up, and she got kicked out before hometowns just so that that wouldn't happen. Uh, so that she wouldn't. Have, he wouldn't uh, be the kid. Kind of. I yeah, should remember. I just don't. And then, then there's the men, and like Charlie didn't tell her, tell Ali that he had a kid ever. Yeah. That never ended up on TV. I mean, Harry's dropped it down oh. to. Really? So he didn't, Charlie. 
as in, okay, he, Charlie the crazy he had a kid and he didn't tell her. Had a kid, never told yeah, her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never came up on the. Wait, so, okay, so it wasn't like they edited it out, but he just didn't tell them. I think mean, I'm sure the producers knew, but it never came up. Mm, I reckon Jamie Jamie Dornan's probably got a few kids out there. <laughs> I mean. Sorry, I just had to. I just needed to get the conversation onto Jamie for some reason. Um, so then we've got the photo shoot, yada yada. I mean, whatever. It's the same. I mean, it was a pretty good photo shoot. Um, but he says Australia. There's there's a lot of what did they say? They're like we're just we just love Australia. What did they say? It was like we're just fair dinkum Aussies or something. It was a little it was, on the nose. It was a little white nationalistic for my vibe. It was a bit Cronulla, you know. I was like, okay, so they've—I don't know—it unsettles me. I know I start to worry. Like, did the producers do like fuck up again and forget to look at their old MySpace pages, like with Lockie, how they found old posts on his MySpace saying "fuck off, we're full." Like, is that gonna happen again? I don't know, but it was a little on the nose. Um, yes, the steampunk, he crashed in the day. Um, Sarge was squatting with Becky, Pete and Becky. Pete's hot. He's, he's really hot. hot. I stand. And he's age-appropriate. He's like 34. He's putting he the hat down He's a cafe the owner. We like that. What did he do? He took his hat off and he put it in front of them so that mm. they could have a patch and it wasn't going to be on photographed. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, see, that's so nice. Um, my perfect partner would be positive, happy, authentic and able to laugh at themselves and others and probably laugh at me. <laughs> I don't know. I like him. He's hot. That, he can stay. That track. Um, Ellie, does, Ellie does a shoot. She's in a bikini. There's jellyfish. Blah blah. Fraser and Ellie, that's sexy. Um, can we say that yes, Becky was shortchanged, right? Like she didn't like with the Ellie's photo been put shoot. in skimpy yeah, she, outfits, she's looking hot, she's looking fire, yeah. everyone's drooling over her, and Becky's just like, I've got a camera and a fun hat. Yeah, I know. That's like not really fair considering that some of the guys are already like saying that they prefer Ellie. It's like there quite were also so awkward. many men around her who were clearly Ellie's blokes. So you were like, yeah. you know that those blokes like Ellie and instead they're with you and it feels strained. Very like strange. Like Damien, I don't trust him. I think he's hot but I don't trust him. He's sparkling. Oh, Damien, the one with the shark eyes? Shark eyes, <laughs> shiny teeth. Yeah, his teeth are too white and. All of his friends are from Love don't Island. Trust him. How does that happen? Really? Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Entire it's just, cast of last. I don't understand. Island. So I mean, like, I don't know if you listened to the episode I did with Naranga, but I like, um, you know, I'm friends. We're great friends mm-hmm. now. It's, it's like totally normal. It's just cash, Casually. whatever. But it's like he knows all these people. Why all these people? They just are in these weird social circles. He like knows all these people that like from before he went on the show. You know, and he's like an aircraft engineer. He's not like an influencer. He like went to school with Tim and he knew all these other – it just – it's weird to me and I don't get maybe it. Hot but maybe just that's because I'm 
Yeah, I was going to say, like, maybe it's just like a hot, tanned, blonde thing, they you know? They all hang, they all go to the same clubs. The clubs still exist. I don't know. In the Gold Coast and Brisbane they do, according to Instagram. So maybe that's what they do. And then they all meet and then they all give each other support when they go on their respective shows. And on social media nice. and they tag good. each other. And I guess they tag each other and use each other to build their Instagram profiles, which is what it's all about. Um, oh, by the way, so just in case anybody was wondering, current count, Ellie, 157,000 Instagram followers, and Becky has 22.8 thousand already. In her defense, that's, her, that's, her Instagram was on private until not that long ago. Well, no, but I'm like, that's that's like quite a lot. For like one week in, I mean, Lockie didn't have that many. It's funny, like on Lockie's season, the girls had so many more followers than he did because he was so shit boring. We also just didn't post. He didn't post? No posts. You got to do posts. Yeah, that's true. Well, I mean, what else is the Channel 10 publicity department there for? They're going to send you the pictures of you in a suit. Did he not even post them? I think he posted some, but no. I, I just don't. I don't think mm. he had enough of a. Unless you wanted to watch too pictures old. of his adventures, which was, I don't care for that. I really, I don't. I don't want to see it. Um, an adventure is oh, not yeah, like then, a substitute for a personality, you know. And I still think that's a risk on this show. There's too well, many. He doesn't like, understand. I don't get it. Yeah, it's like when you say adventure, it's like, oh, you just mean like base jumping but you never like you won't go down on someone <laughs> you know what I mean right and that's you, the real you've never ate nasty goring before like he doesn't like spicy food he lived in Indonesia I don't know doesn't make sense how does he live I don't um, understand it so then we have the rose ceremony um update on my mum my mum likes Pete and she hates Adrian and then I don't my even who got something. kicked out yeah, I think she's got good taste. Just Jake. Who got? Who got? Oh yeah, Jake so got kicked out, which one, was really it disappointing. Was Samuel and Nick. Nick did nothing, so it doesn't bother anybody. And AB obviously, and then then Jake. Bye. Jake. That was sad because I thought he really had good potential as like sassy one-liners, explaining what's going on, maybe a bit of a villain. I thought that's where we were going, but. Who's going to be the villain? That's my question. No one has emerged as enough of a villain. No one has emerged as the commentator. There's been no, I would just think, Mm. lack of personalities. My main takeaway from the first two episodes was like the weird masculinity of it. Like you're watching that bit where they were all making animal noises and kind of jumping around the place and it was yucky. I just, that is what I love about this show though. Lots of weird masculinity. Pascal, will he be? A Vil- Agostino. Maybe. I think he looks all right. I don't. I don't mind him and his magician energy. He looks like Fabio. Exactly. Damien. He looks evil. I think he'll be a villain. Up to something. I can't remember what he's done. He but, was in a photo shoot um, with Becky. Yeah, and he's got shark eyes. Who do you think's going to win? Uh, I mean, who, I guess there's two winners. I haven't run the stats yet, so I don't know, but. Mm-hmm. I haven't looked at sports bet yet. I think maybe Fraser. 
Maybe Fraser, yeah. Fraser and Pete. I'd like it to be Fraser and oh yeah, Fraser and yeah, Fraser and Pete. Yeah. I mean, I'd like to say Shannon. I think that Shannon will be he'll he'll go a long way, but I feel like it might end up being a bit psycho. Yeah, I think you end up going for Love the you, tall Shannon. one, you know? Tall one. Yeah. That's the answer. I'm, I mean, I hope Joe doesn't end up, he doesn't deserve to be there till the end. He had his chance and he squandered it. No, I want to see more of Joe. I want to see more of his jealousy. I want oh, he's to see hot more though. of his ass. I think that's good. We've seen him in tight I'm pants. not saying he's not going to be good TV. He can stick around, but I don't want him. I just, I don't think he deserves to actually win. I mean, maybe they've got good banter. Is that what they say? Banter. That's true. Yeah. Well, that um, brings us to the end of the first week of The Bachelorette with Ellie and Becky Miles. And, um, yeah, some good hot takes there. Thank you so much, Hannah. Really appreciate, like, that's some fucking insight you know your shit, girl. Um, check it. Follow Hannah on Twitter, Hannah M Story. Story like S T O R Y, and she like writes stories, which is like totally cool and <laughs> totally like makes sense with her job. Um, so thank you very much, and um, please follow the new brand new social profiles, Friendship Rose Pod on Instagram and Facebook, and Friendship Rose underscore on Twitter. Very annoying. Um, Thank you very much, Hannah. Bye. Thanks for having me. Bye. Stay tuned.